Monday. Hate Mondays. Fucking hate Mondays. All right, let's do it. Episode ten. Recording. Take one. Three. Two. One. Ladies and gentlemen, Monsieur Mengus back again at it for episode ten. Free agent frenzy. I'm here with the whole squad tonight. Very excited to be reporting to you live on Monday, March 11th, 2019 from the nation's capital. I've got the crew, Stu, here with me tonight, Stu crew, and we're going to introduce them. First up, hailing to you from Richmond, Tommy Lasagna. How we doing, kid? It's good to be uh, putting another week in the books here, ready to get going. Yeah, man. Excited to be here. Next up, hailing from the West Coast, looking a little tan. Don't know if he's been going to work. Harry Douglas, how we doing, kid? <laughs> no fucking comment, buddy. Uh, everything's good, though. Everything's Fantastic. good. Fantastic. Last up, uh, I don't know if he's here with us uh, mentally, but physically he is. <laughs> hailing to us from uh, the good old state of Tennessee. Shakes, how we doing? I am not here mentally. You were right. Checked out. Good. All right, well, I mean, with that said, what, what way better than to cue our music, baby? Kick it. I think Joe Flacco is actually a very elite quarterback. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. You got my vote. Number one man, greatest quarterback of all time, hands down, Tom Brady. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know the deal. We're going to give you the agenda so you know what is in store tonight. So you can either listen to the whole goddamn thing or you can fast forward to what you want to listen to. Don't do that. As, as long as you listen to 50%, we're good. Uh, all right, well, we got some banner for you as always. Some breaking news that we're going to drop on you about our friend Connor McGregor. More importantly, we're going to talk to you a little bit about... The NFL free agency. Got some big names uh, that are moving to some big places, so we're going to give you guys our hot takes, our opinions, um, and some inside scoops. And last, we'll talk some men's college basketball. More importantly, we'll talk injuries. Let's go ahead and kick it off right away and uh, dive right into the to the banner piece. I know Tom was the one who edumacated us uh, about this news story, so um, I'll kind of dish it over to him to start us off here. Yeah, so uh, UFC homeboy Conor McGregor was arrested in Miami Beach for smashing somebody's cell phone. Um, he's being charged with strong arm robbery and misdemeanor criminal mischief, which essentially is just a drop in the bucket of bail for him. Uh, and he'll be back out just taunting around like the little fucking asshole leprechaun that he is. Uh, I mean, I in the ring, I love the guy, but like, who the fuck does he think he is? Like, pulling uh, these out. fucking McGregor, bro. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? All right, so so Tom, I'm going I'm to put it out, and, and I agree with Shakes, and I agree with Tom. So here's my thing. Like, one, I think the whole, like, you have to in, embrace the fact that you're a fucking celebrity. And he dresses always to a fucking T, and, like, he is a just bouse hog. So, of course, even if he's not famous, people are going to be like, who is this guy? I do think that, like, people fucking sticking cameras in celebrities' faces and treating them like they're animals in an exhibit is, like, ridiculous. I probably would freak out, too. We've seen countless amounts of celebrities do it. Um, but McGregor, man, like, he's got to know. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's more to this. There's more detail to this that right. needs to be, you know, Please. unpacked a little bit. So this, so this happened at five in the morning after he was leaving Live, which is a very, very popular nightclub in Miami Beach. Um, obviously, probably he probably had a ton to drink. Hell. Maybe mix in some some performance enhancers in there. I don't know what he's doing. I'm not here to speculate. But at the end of the day, it's five in the morning. The guy's trying to leave the club, go back to the Versace Mansion or wherever the hell he's staying. And some dude sticks his phone in his face to take a picture. Connor, you know, slaps it out of his hand. It falls on the ground. He goes over and stomps on it and then picks it up and takes it with him. And that's why he's getting the strong-armed robbery charge. But that's, like, that's why. This isn't, like, you know, generally speaking, he's notoriously good about being, you know, open with fans, letting them take pictures, shaking their hand, whatever. So here, it's, it's, not, so it's not exactly what it seems. Only, like, this happened at 5 in the morning. Is Connor is now becoming more and and I get it from like financial standpoint more of a celebrity than he is a fighter like we only know Connor now for like his bullshit in fucking New York which he just got off for and now he's getting slapped with all this bullshit for throwing around some fucking loser's phone in Miami um I'm totally on your side I, you know I think like stick, anybody sticking someone's phone in your face at 5am coming out of the club you're gonna get fucking socked but I don't know, man. I just I, I wish I would I was seeing Connor for better reasons, like stepping into the fucking ring or or getting ready, as opposed to like these bullshit. That's know. that's what I mean, though. Like if and he and he's been. I doing mean, that. when was the last time he backed it up in the ring? He just got choked out. You go uh, fight him. I think he the last. Yeah, I will, and I'll <laughs> fucking lose. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not I'm not around you know town flaunting myself like the hottest thing in Mister Untouchable. Like I, um, I I understand the circumstance and I'm sure he deals with that shit twenty four seven. But just like be aware of like who you are and what you're doing. Like I Yeah, I, I mean to he's to piggyback off playing what into the said. notorious the notorious tag. Like you're not some fucking bad boy dude. You you got a losing record, you last four fights. You haven't fought in I don't even know how long it's been, a few months at least, but like Stop being this personality and get back in the ring and give the people what they want. That's well. That's how he. That's how he drives. That's how he makes money in his next fight, dude. If he if his name's not out there, if people don't care, then no one's gonna pay yeah. for the fight. I just feel and, like and there's better ways to do that than getting arrested. That's why I said I get it from a financial standpoint, like the becoming a celebrity thing. But like, he could have been avoiding this bullshit and being, you know, he could be sitting down in, at a desk right now signing those fucking papers to fight Cerrone. Uh, or Cerrone, sorry, and uh, you know, instead he's he's, you know, I, I get it. Go fucking celebrate, like he, he's. I mean, the dudes. He was in Miami for his mom's 60th yeah, no, birthday. I, I get it. You know, he's like going. There's, he's like going no way his mom fucking, was celebrating yeah. her 60th birthday at Club Live. <laughs> no, I'm I, I'm not saying she was. I'm. Right. <laughs> I mean, the guy got away for his own little party. Apparently. Well, I guess, uh, the dude's, you know, he's just, he is a, he is a, a you know, he loves that bad boy persona. And I, I think he, he wears it well. I want to see him get his um, swagger back, though. Like, actual swagger. I want to see him get back in the ring. I want to see him win fights and still have that swagger, you know? I agree. That's all I got. I agree. I agree. And and ho- yeah. hopefully well, that comes You got any other yeah. news on um any international superstars while we're at it? We do. I'm going to kick it over to Harry to talk a little uh, football for us here uh, with a replacement of Real's. Uh, current manager. 
Yeah, so uh, Zinedine Zidane, uh, the very, very famous soccer player, uh, French national player, probably most notoriously known for headbutting that guy uh, in a World Cup, uh, you know, back in the early 2000s, um, but ended up becoming the manager for Real Madrid uh, for about four years and was highly successful, won a ton of different tournaments. Uh, he's planning on coming back after, I believe, a one-year uh, a one-year stint away from football and replacing Santiago Solari, uh, who was being, who was just uh, sacked or fired after five months of, of being manager for Real. Did he? S- um, really surprising that Zidane did he step came back. Away, I mean, Solari he, was. Ter- was he asked to basically leave? No, no, no. He he resigned as manager because he cited that there was internal. Uh, Inter- I forget the, the you know the actual uh, quote he used, but there was internal you know things that had to yeah. change, and that no, was I the mean, reason why was, he left. I, I remember we, um, we talked about this early on. I mean, this is a guy who's brought three champions, you know, league trophies to the uh, to the club itself, and uh, and then all of a sudden he just fucking up and resigns. It was it was, I mean, and, and as you explained, there were bigger underlying issues, but uh, I'm glad to see that he's coming right. back. Right, and apparently I don't know if I don't even know if those got fixed, but. Uh, you know, if you have a, a manager who's that successful and he leaves, and then Cristiano Ronaldo leaves, you know, you're, I'm not I'm not too surprised that they're in the position I that mean, they're Alvaro's in. Um, just you know, like Real, Real I, I can only imagine in a really really terrible place right now. Yeah, so this is this is a great this is a great thing for them. Um, I know Jose Mourinho, who was the Manchester United coach uh, earlier this season, who also got fired. There was links to him coming back to Real. Uh, that's where he kind of, you know, made his uh, his mark as manager. But uh, I think Zidane's a much better, much better guy to have in there. So, you know, it, we'll we'll see how this all works out. They still got to go get some big names. I, they they're talking about going and getting Neymar and Kylian Mbappe from PSG and bringing them to to Real. So uh, we'll see we'll see what happens there um, over the summer. Well. Uh, I've got one little bit of news. Um, Hit us with it. For all our female listeners out there, shout out there, Jordan. Um, Also, Harry. Um, And Harry. (laughs) (laughs) The the Hills is back uh, with a new season. So um, is it – I know nothing about this. Um, Clearly, I was just given this news. Is is my girl, like, Lauren Conrad coming back? Bro. uh, I think you're asking the wrong squad. Apparently, via the banner that was uh, happening from – the female audience in my office right the whole uh-huh. crew is, is back, back. uh oh back yeah and some kid turns to me and goes oh man the oc is back i was like this fucking oh, it's, guy it's the get hills it. bro <laughs> like, yeah this guy take take a lap the OC. um not gonna lie <laughs> i never ever watched about. the show but i am a huge huge lc fan so shout How out lauren conrad if, if if you're listening i love you let's make it happen Come you on the podcast. You know she's listening. Come on, dude. And what? then come on me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, perfect way to segue into NFL free agency. Ladies and gentlemen, it is almost, almost, I should say, that time of year again. The NFL Combine has come and gone. Uh, free agency is here. We had a fucking very active Monday. <coughs> We're excited to... Uh, to talk to you guys about it. NFL season hasn't even kicked off, and we've got a lot of good shit. So let's go ahead and just talk about some of the big names, big trades, and the future success of some of these teams. Um, starting with Big Nick, 
big dick Nick Foles. <laughs> Huge dick. Yeah, so Super Bowl champion QB Nick Foles is headed down to Jacksonville. Now, if you didn't see our post, you need to go check it out because it does have a little bit of a fan favorite, uh, an old viral video of probably one of the most righteous-looking women of all time. But it, In fact, just... let's, let's plug in a little audio clip of it yeah. right now. So let's pause. They say they have the best draft in the entire NFL. Are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. And, and, and we're back. Okay, so Nick Foles is headed down to Jacksonville uh, to join Coughlin. He signed a four-year, $88 million, $50 million guarantee contract, uh, which puts him in, you know, shithole Jacksonville for four years and ending Blake Bortles' basically career i assume so uh i'll turn it over to you guys to to kick this one off what are your thoughts well i mean assuming assuming the jaguars have a healthy leonard fournette next year um i i love the move obviously uh doug peterson is like you know an offensive obviously coming from philadelphia in doug peterson's offense um, knew how to get the best out of like the playmakers around Nick Foles. That much was extremely clear every single time he was on the field. So as long as they're able to 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 complement him in any way, that obviously a ground game led by Leonard Fournette would be huge. Um, and then plus they have plenty of talent, you know, out wide at wide receiver. So um, we'll see. You know, I don't know if they're going to be the defense is going to have to play much better this upcoming season than they did this past season. Um, but you know they could they could for sure turn it turn around into a, a quick you know playoff bounce back or at least you know compete with the Texans and the Titans. It's going to be a pretty stacked division, assuming they do improve from last year. <clears throat> you so guys, think... I... sorry, go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. No, I'll, I'll I, I have a I have a scorching hot take right here. <laughs> uh, Nick Foles will continue to be the backup. The guy only thrives when he's in the backup role, and the whole season's riding on him. He's going to go in there. And they're going to give Blake Bortles four games, and they're going to say, if you don't go fucking 4 0, we're bringing in Nick Foles. And at that point, they're going to be. He's not going to go 4 0. Yeah, I know. And then they'll probably be 0 4, and they're going to say, okay, Nick, table's set. Now do your thing. And he'll rally off 12 victories, and the Jags will win the AFC South at 12 and 4. <laughs> you actually think that's true? I'm telling you now it's true. 100%. All right. Dude, that is the most insane It's recorded, take. though. So I, thank God. You know what? Hey. It's recorded. Hit, hit me yeah, up next December. I mean, it's tough, man. The quarterback market is just not that strong in, in a lot of ways. So, like, I know, like, why they had to go get Nick Foles. And, you know, they could always have gone to the draft. But the draft is, you know, it's a toss-up as well as far as quarterbacks go. So, not surprised that they got Foles. I do not have big expectations for him. I think he's going to be a bust. I think it's going to be a waste of money. And, uh, you know, and, you know, one or two years out, they're going to be shopping for another quarterback. guaranteed so is so that's, much that's, money. That was going to be my question to you. I mean. It's a fucking boatload. And, and the max value of his contract is, is $102 million if he hits all of his, you know, bonuses and incentives. Yeah. How, I mean, how does I just, one obtain bonuses and incentives in a uh, football organization? It's like making the playoffs. 
It's like making the playoffs and I don't know. Oh, you, no, you no, fucking just, it's like, you know, it's so interesting. You get it from a sales perspective or a business perspective, but then you're like, oh, yeah, here's a pat on the back. Here's fucking $10,000 for doing a good job in the playoffs. Um, all right, well, let's kick it over uh, to Brent to talk to us about um, Tyron Matthew. Yeah, um, the Honey Badger um, going to be headed to Kansas City to to you know stack up with a pretty loaded defense. Um, in fact, pairing up uh, in the safety position with Eric Berry that's pretty uh, that's pretty fearsome. Um, so he signs a three year, thirty two million dollar contract with the Chiefs. This was just announced today. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Obviously, they have we everyone has seen what they can do on offense um, until they play Bill Belichick. Uh, and then they can't do it on offense. Um, but, yeah, what do you think this brings to the Chiefs? I I, I love it, man. I, I think this I think, is a I think it's very much on they, brand for, like, what their team is, too. Like, it's like a, like yeah. a scatty little team, you know? Like, everyone's just quick. Like, they're, they're such a fast team on both sides of the ball. They lay big hits on defense, too. And, I, you know, he's, he's a ball hawk, playmaker, fast guy, kind of in on the action all the time. I think that – you know, just kind of fits their style. And, and he and he had a sick year with Houston too. It kind of went a little bit under the radar, but yeah, he had a great year with Houston. I know uh, they'd asked Bill O'Brien uh, what his thoughts were about Tyron Matthew, and he was like, you know, I just I want the guy back. You know, he's like a, he's like a very he's like very much a, a leader. I think on, on and you know with Arizona and with Houston, and I think KC is going to get a really really good player. Uh, he's still relatively young. Um, they got him for pretty cheap. I actually think it's 42 mil, not 32 mil. Um, oh, my bad. But in any case, man, putting him next to Eric Berry, a healthy Eric Berry uh, is going to be huge. So I'm looking forward. I mean, Kansas City is going to – they're going to come back. They should draft heavy defense this this upcoming NFL draft, though. Yeah. Because that was their, their – obviously their biggest I, I don't think season. Kansas City can get any better on offense, um, just given yeah, the – you, you know, you pick a position and their players top five at that position. Um, being said, one other player that I was excited to be or excited to see on the move today was Deshaun Jackson, who could arguably be the most exciting player of the last twenty years. Um, and he's going back to Philly. The Bucks traded him to Philly today. Um, he's returning home, and he's signed for I think three years. 27 million um so a little good good little payday for jackpot and uh i'm excited to see this homecoming despite my my hatred for the eagles yeah i yeah now they all all they got to do now is get lashawn yeah, we'll, back we'll see and then Mike <laughs> yeah, Vick. we'll see about that and then we're and then and then we're then we're cruising yeah well um i mean on the topic of receivers monday that being today uh, the 11th was a pretty fucking strong day for slot receivers overall. Um, you've got Adam Humphreys, Danny Amendola, uh, Jamison Crowder, all um, being picked up. Um, we'll start off with, with Humphreys, and, and I'll turn it over to our, our Tennessee boy here to talk to us a little about that. Uh, well, I fucking hate this move um, just personally really? from a yeah from a Tennessee Titans standpoint of – 
of always sort of being in a position to do something big, like when free agency presents itself or when we are like on the cusp of being a pretty good team. Like we're, right now we're a good team, but like we could be a great team with, with just the next piece of the puzzle. We had that fucking chance this off season with Antonio Brown. Um, instead, you know, we, we choked on ourselves like we always do. Now we've ended up with a white wide receiver who caught, you know, 75 passes last year, which is cool and all, but that's not the best wide receiver in the game in the last generation, which is clearly Antonio Brown. So as far as just like what we could have gotten compared to what we got, I hate it as a Titans fan. I know exactly how it's going to turn out, which is that really our problem is Marcus Mariota can't throw the football. Adam Humphreys is going to underperform. We're going to have overpaid for him by a ton and rinse and repeat. If you could, yeah, and the fact that, and the fact, yeah, and the fact that uh, the Raiders only gave up a, th- a third and a fifth rounder no for shit. Antonio Brown turns the knife a little Dude, bit that more, is, right? That, is absurd. that one, that I one fucking believe, hurts. Uh, if you could speculate, what, what what was the thought process here? Like, why why Humphreys? Well, um, you know they they have their guy that not necessarily I believe, but they believe is going to be a clear cut number one wide receiver on the outside, which is. Uh, um, Corey Davis. Corey Davis, yeah. Um, and, you know, he was in his second year last – struggled with injuries his first year, was in his second year last year, and, and sort of broke out. But it's not like he he went for 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns or anything. Um, so he hasn't necessarily separated himself just yet. But, you know, clearly they think in year three, um, you know, if they invest in a strong, you know, possession slot wide receiver like Humphreys – take a little pressure off uh, Davis on the outside. And, you know, really they're just trying anything they can to make their passing game flourish right now under Marcus Mariota because, you know, we're four years in, five years in, and um, he's heading into a contract year, and they've got to make something happen. Otherwise they're going to have to go back to the draft. So clearly they're desperate for wide receiver help. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they draft one also. Um, But, yeah, that that was their thought. That's kind of how I felt about – uh, this Danny Amendola tr- signing to the, the Lions. I think they're finally realizing that Matthew Stafford can no longer throw the deep ball, and they're bringing in, you know, Julian Edelman Jr. over here to come and do what he's been doing, um, and which is, you know, run 10 yard in routes and, you know, have 10, 11 receptions a game. And hopefully, this is something that's going to get the Lions offense moving because for the last 10 years, it seems like. You know, when push comes to shove, the Lions just aren't or haven't been getting it done. Um, you know, I, I'm a big Danny Amendola guy, deep to my heart. Did a lot of good shit in New England, and I, I hope it works out for him. But I don't really like this move either. I, I think that the the Giant or the Giants, the Lions might benefit, and I guess that's why he only signed for one year, four and a half mil. Um, it's a little tester, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Honestly, I'm shocked that, that that was all there was, or at least that that's not only just one year, four and a half mil, but one year, four and a half mil in fucking Detroit. Is that really the best market offer that there was for Danny Amendola? That that sort of blows my mind. Uh, but obviously, Patricia, you know him, him and Patricia are familiar with each other. I think um, that probably had a lot to do with it, too. I, I, I'm sure it did, and you know, I'm sure he's obviously been promised a lot in the offense, but we'll see. He's had like an, in, you know, I wouldn't say progression. I would say, <laughs> you know, like you watched him go from the Patriots 
uh, and being this kind of primary slot receiver to then heading down to Miami uh, and now, you know, up to Detroit. I feel like he's just at a decline. Uh, Pat, the but, Pats did him dirty shipping him to Miami. That every, I mean, they got rid of Juice Landry. Like, that team is just in a fucking shitstorm right now. That wasn't his fault. No, it's not his fault, but I think it proves the point that he, you know, he's the type of guy who thrives in the in the Belichick yeah. Brady system, and, and I don't think he can thrive like or that maybe anywhere just like else a in the NFL. Certainly, system like in Miami just doesn't seem like it's yeah, <laughs> it's well, too much going for it. No, Miami Miami's a joke, man. They've got you know fucking wide receiver we, playing did quarterback. We ever talk about um, did we ever highlight the fact that Ryan Tannehill is no moss? Oh, dude! Okay. I think we did. We I don't must think have. We did, That's by the way. I, I mean, so no, nobody wants him. What? So nobody, nobody wants Tanhill anymore. Uh, I don't know his story, but he's. I mean, they they plan. I I remember seeing the news that they planned on cutting him. Has he officially been cut? Who's the Who's the guy him. down no. there now at quarterback? Who the fuck knows? But what? Sorry, no, sorry to throw nobody. us off a tangent Teddy, there. Teddy B. Uh, Mike had yeah, that fuck way. Miami and fuck Ryan Tanhill. I just retweet. <laughs> Um, Well, lastly, I just threw this on here uh, just because it popped up. Thought I'd fill some space. Uh, Jamison Crowder picked up on a three-year deal, uh, $28.5 million. Um, I'm not – do you know where he ended up? I I haven't seen. That's a horrible deal for him to pick him up. He had a a down year last year, and they're going to go pay him – Almost ten million. I mean, the, the, the big, the biggest question. I don't give a fuck about Jamison Crowder. The biggest question of this whole weekend. What He's do you guys think about? What do you guys He's think about Jets, Antonio way. Brown going to the Oakland Raiders? I mean, clearly that's the big story here. Um, with you, you touched on the fact that they only gave up a third and a fifth rounder. I think that is insane. Um, for all the bad trades that John Gruden made last year uh, and bad decisions, period, this was clearly a good one. Um, so I guess he can oh, turn away got, from. He's got Derek Hold, Carr yeah. throwing to him. I was gonna say uh, Derek Carr's not that bad. Yeah, and Carr, dude, he looked horrible this past year. I mean, granted, they gave away everyone. They gave away, you know, got rid of the top receiver. Jordy Nelson's old as shit. Um, but I'm not. You know, you can say you know, and I know we talked about this a lot last you know in the beginning of the football season about all the trades Gruden was making I'm 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 going to reserve you know saying that he's making bad trades I mean dude they've got three picks in the first round they've got a uh, the third pick of the second round they've got another two first rounders next year like this is exactly what Gruden I think came in to do was to kind of get his team okay. put together fair enough and that and that even it, I I mean we'll see who they draft if they draft heavy on the defensive side you know they got now that they got AB, they still got Jordy Nelson. They don't really have a tight end. Um, you know, they got Marshawn. I will back say what I, for another year. What I think uh, is really funny is sort of um, the entire Khalil Mack situation went down because Khalil Mack was being hard to deal with and and dramatic and and to to turn your hope to Antonio Brown. <laughs> that That's what is I mean. Khalil Mack magnified to the tenth degree. Um, like so he and, he and Gruden are going to fuck. Only, I, only I would up. argue the difference is I would argue that Antonio Brown can't quite change the game like Khalil Mack could. Where on defense, one man can be you know a total game changer. On offense, yeah, wide receivers are good, but are you telling me that that if 
you know, if Josh Rosen was throwing the football to Antonio Brown, he'd be as good as he was with Ben Roethlisberger. No, Khalil Mack can be Khalil Mack on any defense. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's that's sort of the difference. I mean, I'm I'm pulling for him. Obviously, you know, Antonio Brown still has plenty left in the tank, and everybody loves his story. You know, late round pick out of Central Michigan to you know the prolific receiver that he is today. I'm pulling for him, uh, but you know, like you said, I don't I don't know if that's the persona you want to bring into the locker room when you're trying to rebuild a team and establish how much as a coach you have on the team. But you know, his his numbers speak for themselves. Um, Shout out Garrick Dawson. I know you're a little horny over this, so I, I'm I'm giving it my stamp of approval. Um, all right, well, Lasagna, talk to me a little bit about um, this gentleman, Trent Brown. Uh, I don't know very much about him, but I do know that he just signed a pretty fucking historic deal uh, for a left tackle. So four years, $66 million, 36.75 guaranteed. Big, biggest contract ever for an offensive lineman, um, which there's it. I mean, first off, I'll miss him. Dude is a fucking bulldozer, um, and you know I think a lot of the Patriots' run game and its success started with him this year. Uh, but for Oakland, it's it's really it's almost like poetic what Gruden's been doing, because aside from Mac, he got rid of Cooper, signed AB, and then they just got rid of uh, Yulichi Osemele, who was another awesome awesome guard uh, consensual pro bowler like year after year and they just ditched him and then they re-signed this guy for probably more than he was asking for biggest contract ever and so it's it's interesting that that gruden is kind of like you know retracing his steps and i I mean i I like the signing dishing talent and he's bringing in talent it's like a reoccurring fucking cycle yeah i i don't really quite understand the offensive line thing obviously yeah, I couldn't. I I can tell you what to look for in a receiver, running back, whatever. I could not I, fucking tell you what what is good about, uh, you know, a, a tackle or a guard, aside from just being a fucking hot tank. take. Uh, hot take for you guys. Question wise, uh, Gruden. Like we talk about AB butting heads. We talk about Khalil Mack. Do you think that Gruden is the overall arching issue here? Like, do you think that he's just not fit? I mean, obviously he's fit with his skills and his ability to coach, but it just seems like every time uh, he makes a new move, there's some kind of turmoil in the locker room. Uh, I mean, you got to be happy with what he's done right now. Uh, I, th- I think he probably has, like, two more years, and if he's not contending for a playoff spot – um, then there will be serious issues. Well, there can't be no issues because yeah. his and, contract and let's, is legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got another nine years on that contract, so they'll probably give him three to four years to have a competitive team. And, and, and the AFC before, West, you know, that's crossing that bridge. You know, I mean, even right. the Broncos are a, a good team, uh, and the Chiefs and Chargers both made the playoffs last year. So it's not an easy road, but – uh, I'm pulling for him because, like you said, you don't want to see all that money go to waste. Um, all right, well let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. By the way, before we wrap it up, Trent Brown's turning 26 in April, so um, uh-huh, nice. So am I. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to me. Yeah. Good. Awesome. What am I doing? Uh, so before we segue into our men's college basketball updates. Uh, injuries and kind of thoughts going into the ACC tournaments. 
Um, wanted to give you guys <laughs> kind of a hypothetic situation. What are your thoughts on Zion and Saquon in an octagon? Hmm. Uh, the biggest chest versus the biggest legs. Um, huh? I gotta take Zion, dude. I was thinking I'm about it today. Sa- and, I'm taking, and my I'm head taking hurt. Saquon. I was like, wow. I'm. I'm I take, think Saquon, I'm man. Zion. Center of gravity. I probably gotta go Saquon myself. Dude, Zion like, is six Zion, foot eight. Yeah, Zion is like seven inches tall. His reach is ridiculous, <laughs> and he has like thirty pounds on him at least. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Zion. Tom made a very strong point. He was very convincing in his argument. <laughs> he was very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at the tail of the tape. Yeah, but you got to think, like, you're cut from a different fabric when you're playing in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, get, like I get that Zion is built like just a fucking brick shithouse, but he's he still was literally a named after player. a mountain. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, we, I digress. So. Let's let's go ahead and hop right into men's college basketball. Uh, we've got some important updates, injuries that are going to kind of uh, possibly sway the outcomes of a lot of upcoming games, specifically uh, Duke. So I'm going to kick it over to you guys to talk about this Bolden injury um, and, and how it could kind of affect these upcoming tournaments. Tournament, I should say. Tom. Tom. Well, obviously, if Thomas. Zion is out, um, that's going to be big, big trouble for Duke. I think it's been established now that without Zion, they they don't really have an inside presence. Well, this begs the question, if you were Zion, would you even come back in the fucking first place? Yeah, I, if I'm Zion, yeah. I think it says a lot about your character. If, if you just sit out for... I mean, I, I get it, but... These these kids are coming to win a national championship. Like you're going to Duke to win a national championship, so, not watch from the bench. So with Zion out and and Bolden being besides Zion one of their primary number one guys, go to guys, uh, he is also out with a knee injury. What are Duke's odds in terms of going into this tournament? Still high. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're good, man. I, I know that they got RJ. Barrett, I mean, they're they're like a 500 team when they're missing a star. Yeah, exactly. And and one thing I was hearing today too is, and it's a really good point and, and pretty easy point to pick out. They're not that good at shooting the three ball. And in fact, they're you horrible. see how popularized that's. They're horrible at it, and and that's been so popularized in all levels of, of basketball that you know. A team can literally just bait them to take the three and just let them, you know, air it out and then, you know, and beat them that way. And I, if, if you're any NCAA coach with the, you know, NCAA tournament coming up, yeah. that's how you should play them. Just, just you know, play, play strong inside. Let them, you know, take their shots and, and you're probably better, you're you know, Duke, better off doing that. Are you worried that. about going down early? Duke is still going to be a Final Four team. I'm very I confident in that. I don't think that's a fact. I mean – with the injuries yes, for like sure. Argue. With the injuries for sure. I mean, they almost lost to Wake uh, this past week. They did lose to UNC. They had just lost the week before. Um, I mean, UNC you know, is going to be a one seed. 
that's that's fine. I mean, and they're going to be playing strong teams. That's the NCAA tournament. I mean, they're going to have to play a one seed. If they're not a one seed, they'll have to play a one seed in the Elite Eight. They'll have to play good teams in the Sweet 16. That's just, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, regardless, when they're, when they're down a player, one of their top three players, you know, Jones, uh, Williamson, and Reddish, they're, like I said, they're basically a 500 team. They, they had the loss to Syracuse earlier this year also. Um, so yeah, they they have they have weaknesses like everyone else. Even with their stars, um, like Harry said, they're horrible shooting the three pointer. Uh, that's you know it's fine. Clearly they're a great team, but that sometimes does spell disaster in the NCAA tournament. The good news for them is they can defend the three pointer, so it doesn't always matter against them. Um, you know if if they can or not, they're going to stop you from doing it, and then they're just going to beat you in the paint. So that's that's what Duke is. My my only concern with Duke, they have to go to the ACC championship. If they don't make it to the ACC championship, then there's going to start to be some cause for concern. I think this Duke team can beat. I think they can beat UVA, um, because you know UVA plays that you know just slow collapse the team uh, in the paint, and I think RJ Barrett is the type of game breaker that can change that. Um, and I I think you give Coach K three chances to beat UNC I, I I like his odds there um so Duke, Duke has to make a run in the tournament now but other than that I'm not worried so um to kind of give a quick shout out to two listeners of ours the Stevens brothers uh a good friend of mine Dana Stevens who's a massive UVA fan wanted to uh have us give a little bit of a synopsis or our thoughts on this current UVA team so I'll turn it over to the experts themselves to either uh, hump it or dump it. Uh, personally, I not to backtrack on what I just said, I really like UVA this year, uh, particularly because they're coming in with a giant chip on their shoulder, essentially returning the you know the team that got bounced last year by the 16 seed. Um, so they're you know they're playing with a bit of a vendetta. Uh, DeAndre Hunter was just named defensive. ACC, ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Um, Kyle Guy was named to the ACC top, you know, whatever, top five all-conference team. Um, they're star-studded. They shoot the lights out, and they play hard defense. Um, and like I said, most importantly, they're coming with a mission. You know, most teams are just happy to be here. Um, you know, UVA is determined to avenge last year's loss, and I think that is so dangerous rolling into March. Let's not forget that they lost to a team called the Golden Retrievers. Yeah, as the number go. one overall seed. Yeah, sorry to bring that up, Mister Stevens, but uh, <laughs> Dana, um, hey, one one thing I want to talk about. <laughs> one thing we should for sure talk about is the Will Wade scandal at LSU. Um, being an SEC fan like myself, uh, I'm sure you've all seen by now that you know Will Wade part of the entire Adidas. Uh, scandal that's been going on for the last, I guess, year and a half that that took Rick, Rick Pitino's job. Um, this is all now sort of come back. Uh, they, I guess, the FBI got Will Wade on wiretap. You know, with plenty of quotes talking about paying fucking players, um, including ones that are currently on his team. You know, pretty star-studded freshman list. Um, so, yeah, he has officially been suspended by the school indefinitely. Um, so, LSU, you know, number nine overall team in the country sec regular season champs uh number one seed heading into the sec tournament they are now without their head coach they've also um suspended a player so what do you guys think about them 
uh, Will Wade is never going to coach again, which sucks because he looks uh, like a total fucking loser. He's like skinny fat, by the way. If you if you <laughs> ever if you ever watched him coach a basketball game, you'd fucking hate him immediately. So good riddance. Yeah, and I'm I'm a little concerned because, uh, as you know, he used to coach at VCU before this move to LSU, and I'm worried that some of this shit started at VCU and now a team a team that's ready to make a, a Cinderella run, who's won 13 straight games and still isn't getting any love from the the AP poll, might get dragged into all this bullshit because he was here before. So fuck you, Will Wade. I hope you Dog, never coach again. I, I, I figure if. I wouldn't be too worried really? about it. I was going to say, I, I figure because if you pull the string it, hard enough, you can figure out that there are more than just one, but there are probably about 100 teams. <laughs> I mean, ha- half of that LSU team that he has right now were VCU recruits. So that that's what worries me, is it's going to be tailed back to these days when he was here, and I don't know. I, the only reason why I say I wouldn't worry about it is because the, the boosters and the bagmen – at LSU and you know and the the big the Power Five conferences is a much different game than than the boosters yeah, at VCU. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. So, so I think that's I think that's where VCU will probably be you know okay when it comes down to it. Well, do you guys have any other? Obviously, we're going to uh, reconvene to do a serious deep dive um, as we lead into these ACC tournaments. But uh, do you guys have any other kind of hot takes or predictions or announcements that you want to make? No, I think the only thing we're saying is, um, you know, Selection Sunday is coming up this coming Sunday. Uh, and just for our listeners, especially the ones who are going to be filling out brackets, um, definitely tune in next week. We're going to do a deep dive of the NCAA tournament, uh, fill out a bracket, kind of discuss some of the the big matchups um, that we see upsets, things like that. So I uh, thought it would be worthwhile to, to make that announcement um, to tune in next week for, for everything related to the to bracketology, end of regulation style. Very nice. I appreciate the announcement. Um, all right, boys. Well, that's really all we got this week in the world of sports and entertainment. So um, we might as well just close things out here tonight. Tommy, you want to close us out? Uh, yeah, just like I was saying earlier, watch out for the VCU Rams. We're about to run shit this weekend in Brooklyn, bring home the A10 regular or A10 tournament title, uh, and cruise into March in like a eight seed, seven, eight seed, maybe just heard it here first VCU go Rams. I can support that. I can get behind it. I'm close enough that I can come down for a game. Yeah. I got a shirt for you. All right. Good, good, good. All right. Well, Barrel chest, what do you got for us, kid? Yeah, just quick thing. Uh, Champions League is going to be tomorrow, Tuesday the 12th, and Wednesday the 13th. Um, tomorrow is Manchester City and Schalke. Uh, City's got a 3-2 lead going into the second leg of that. And then the bigger game of tomorrow is Juventus and Atletico Madrid. Uh, currently, Juventus is down 2-0 uh, in, in this, in this two-game series. So they've got to win... Uh, pretty much three nothing to, to advance so we'll see if cristiano and crew will be able to do that and then wednesday he's got some big games uh barcelona versus leon which is tied at zero zero so winner advances automatically um and then also bayern munich versus liverpool uh which is also zero zero that's going to be in uh germany 
And so that's going to be a big game. Um, that's the one I'm going to be for sure watching. So uh, everyone tune in some Champions League. It's good soccer. Thank you, Harry Douglas. Well, boys, it was an absolute pleasure, as always, to be recording with you here tonight. For all of those of you who are listening, thank you. Continue to join us for our weekly episodes. Uh, if you are not already, please remember to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We keep it consistently loaded with entertainment. Go ahead and make sure to subscribe to us both on iTunes and Spotify. It's our lifeblood. Like I said, weekly episodes. We're going to make sure that you have something to talk about in the office every single day. And we're going to be putting a little bit of money in your pocket. So to close us out tonight, I'll turn it over to Brent to talk to us a little bit about music. Uh, before I go there, Gordner, um, actually, you're all kind of city boys. Me being the simpleton that I am, Gordner, I was about to recommend that an idea for you to pitch to any boss at Uber Eats would be, like, right now I'm I'm kind of craving dip, but I don't want to leave my apartment. Can you guys, like, pick up a log for me, you know, <laughs> and and bring it with my food? Yeah. Uh, Is there an app that does that? Sign up hard, convenience hard stores. Good or, or, you know, items like that and alcohol delivery are being beta tested. So, Oh, no shit? You, you, you will soon be able to get a six-pack of Bush and a, and a log of dinner. Oh, my God. What a time uh, to be I, alive. I would also check out, like, GoPuff or, like, TaskRabbit or there's a plethora of stuff where you can just be sick. I knew you would know ass. some. Yeah, I knew you would know some. Dude, imagine hiring a TaskRabbit to pick you up a log. <laughs> yeah. That is some fucking grade A lazy <laughs> And shit. a six-pack of bush. Let's not but forget also about the bush. <laughs> yeah, of course. And a pack Respect of where it's due. Throw it in yeah. there. Jesus well, Christ. Might as well. Uh, yeah. Can you go visit my guy also? Uh, yeah, this episode <laughs> sponsored, sponsored by Grizzly and Parliament <laughs> and Bush. Um, I don't really have anything exciting. Uh, not, not shit happened in the music world on uh, March 11th. Um, so instead, I'm just going to play you out with a little old-school classic, uh, uh, old-school favorite of mine scenario by the tribe so if you guys like a tribe called quest here we go peace peace out boys here we go yo here we go yo so what so what so what's the scenario here we go yo here we go yo so what so what so what's the scenario ayo bono's this and bono's that but bono no jack cause bono can't rap well what do you know the dead dog is first up to back no batteries included and no strings attached no hoes barred, no time for move faking Gots to get to lose so I can bring home the bacon Brothers front, they say the drop can't flow But we've been known to do the impossible like Broadway Joe So sleep if you want, like who will help you get your Z's true But here's the real scoop I'm all that and then some Short duck and have some bust a nut inside your eye To show you where I come from, I'm vexed Fuming, I've had it up to here My days of pain, dues are over Acknowledge me is in there, yeah Head for the border, go get a taco I see record from the jump street Meaning from the get-go Sit back, relax, and let yourself go Don't sweat what you heard But act like you know Yes, yes, y'all Yes, y'all Who got the vibe? It's the tribe, y'all Tribe, y'all Vibe, y'all Vibe, y'all Inside, outside, come around Who's that? Brown Some may I say Kakalaka and Compton Check it, check it, check it out The loops for the troops More bounds to the ounce And wow, how now, wow, how now, brown cow We're ill till the skill gets down For the flex Next is the textbook Hold to the new But the rest are doo-doo From radio to
your space means peace. See you later. Later, 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 alligator. Pop blows a weasel and the earth's an inflator. So yo, the D, what the O? Incorporated INC into a flow. Fuck, flip, flat, back, first, this foul. Fight, 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 laugh, yo, how that sound? Ooh. It's your leader, quest mission, and we got the goods here. Yeah. Never on the left, cause my right's my good ear. Yeah. I could give a damn about an ill subliminal. Stay away from crown, so I ain't no criminal. criminal. I love my young nation. Movie sensation, no time for hibernation. Only elation, don't ever try to test. Don't want a little kid, yo, Mr. Buster Rhymes. Tell him what I, I heard. I heard you rushed and rushed and attacked. Then they rebuked, then you had to smack. Causing rambunction throughout the sphere. Raise the levels of the boom inside the air. You know I did it, so don't violate or you'll get violated. The hip-hop sound is well agitated. We'll never waste no time on a played-out ego. So here's Buster Rhymes with the scenario. Watch as I combine all the juice from the mind. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact, boom, from the cannon. Now bragging, try to read my mind, just imagine. Broke, can't build, there is necessary. When digging into my library, oh my God. Oh my gosh, eating I do stew like the one pizza tosser. Uh, 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 all over the track, man. Uh, pardon me, uh, as I come back, as I did the grow, I had to beg your pardon. When I travel through the turn, I roll with the squadron. Rawr, rawr, like a dungeon dragon. Change your little jaws with the pants are sagging. Try to sip to this, I won't put you in a turban. And have it smell right like the most stale urine. Chuckity charcoal, the chocolate chicken, the rear cock diesel, my cheeks, they were kicking. Yo, bust it out before the buster, bust another round of rhythm and Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario?